It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, Breaking Boston is back, and it is Boston, it is July, and we're going to keep talking Boston Red Sox because they are still not in last place, despite the fact they were shut out 3-0 in Oakland, but the good news is everybody else in the division lost too, including the New York Yankees, so the Red Sox remain just ahead of the Yankees in the AL East, Uh, and as I said, everybody in the division lost. The other thing that I wanted to touch on before we get to the real topic of the day is um, a lot of excitement about the Boston Red Sox. They're streaking, they're winning pre-All-Star break, post-All-Star break, 8-2 and two in their last 10. The only problem is the Baltimore Orioles, the Toronto Blue Jays, also 8-2 and two in their last 10. And those are the challenges of a team that, and I always talk about this, like you're chasing the wild card, you're chasing X, you're chasing and there's something ahead of you that's moving. It's not like they stand still and let you pass them. It's like trying to pass a car on the highway in the middle lane that's doing 85. Well, that means I need to do 90 to pass that car. So I'm going really, really fast. And if I just drive the speed limit, I'm not going to catch up. But no, Boston Red Sox, mid-July, we're going to talk about one of what I believe, and this is Andy Hart, along with producer Cooper Leonard. What I believe is someone who deserves breaking Boston attention, a breaking out star potentially atop the Red Sox lineup and I need to first of all I guess apologize maybe to this person because it's a strange situation for me because I'm generally pretty stubborn I generally dig my heels in and generally when I make an assessment on someone based on whatever my feelings or the information at hand is I kind of stick with it Uh, so one of my most hated members of the Boston Red Sox for the 2022 season Someone who I thought epitomized the Boston Red Sox a year ago was Jaron Duran. Center fielder, young player, made mistakes, had attitude. Everybody can remember when he didn't chase the uh, inside the park home run. 
Um, remember when he had something to the effect of, yeah, until you catch a ball at Twilight and Fenway Park, don't come talking to me. Um, just oozed attitude and did not ooze production or talent. Well, a year later, everything looks and feels different with Jaron Duran. He is the spark plug for the Red Sox lineup. He's a doubles machine. He's hitting well over 300, and he's just a fun player. And um, Cooper Leonard's former or current, I don't know, uh, podcast partner, Rob Bradford, made a comment a couple weeks ago on a pregame show that at first I thought was borderline ridiculous. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, it's not really that ridiculous. Uh, And he made the comment that everybody's madly in love with Ellie De La Cruz, the uh, young, impactful infielder for the Cincinnati Reds, who has kind of injected life into the, the Major League Baseball overall, not just Cincinnati. And although don't look now, but he kind of stinks right now. He kind of looks like a rookie. I was just going to bring up your bet yesterday. Come on. <laughs> he uh, he can't get hits. He's not stealing bases. He looks like a young player who's trying to find himself as you start to build up at bats and the, the book gets out and all that adjustment period. But modern baseball allows for fast guys to impact the game. We've turned the corner thanks to the rules changes of Bigger bases, limits on throwing over to first, no shifts, things of that nature. And I would argue personally, there may be no better example of a guy taking advantage of what baseball now is than Jaron Duran. A doubles machine, as I said, there was one um, two nights ago in Oakland. It's like you get a bloop and you're on second base. You get a guy moves you over, you're on third base, sack fly, you score. And the ability for speed to change the game, I think he's got like 17 steals, Um, and it's just, it's a modern, actually, it's not a modern style of baseball. It's a, an older style of baseball that has been rebirthed here in 2023, thanks to the rules changes. But there you see Jaron Duran's numbers, 313, five home runs, 33 RBIs, 34 runs scored, 29 doubles, just a less than a week after the all-star break, impressive numbers. So impressive that you'd think they could get a photo of the guy. He's a poor shadow on your screen right now. Get the man's photo in there. Um, And Jaron Duran, to me, is, and I heard Will Fleming say this on the WEEI broadcast the other night, went from a guy who most people didn't like, most people didn't think have much of a future, to at least questioning the idea, is this guy a foundational piece? Is he part of the young present and young future of the Boston Red Sox as we approach the trade deadline and rosters are going to change and deals are going to be made and prospects are going to be dealt. And that's not to say I wouldn't deal him for the right, um, right person in return. Certainly if you're talking about a big trade um, I'd have no problem with it, but the flip side is Andy Hart rule of sports. Number one is entertain me. And you could argue that one of the top three or four most entertaining players on the Boston Red Sox this year that list includes Jaron Duran. So, Jaron Duran, I'm sorry. I gave up on you too soon. I made fun of you too soon. I hated you too soon because a year later, I'm loving what you're doing for the Boston Red Sox. And Cooper Leonard, put this in perspective for me. Am I just getting caught up in a hot streak? Because we all know the Jackie Bradleys of the world that can have these little runs, and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty good. He can hit. He can do. He can play the outfield. He can do. Am I getting caught up, or, or has Jaron Duran come into his own, developed over a year, but also that aligns with the changes in the rules in Major League Baseball for the perfect 2023 and beyond baseball player. Is this a long-term success story that I'm watching for Jaron Duran? 
I certainly hope so. I was someone that was I I have a whole lot of tweets out there from last year uh after that Twilight ball mm. which I've I still haven't tested out but I've been told it's pretty hard to catch a ball, you know, at night with pretty good lighting, mm-hmm. you know, MLB style lighting that is a white ball against a nice black sky. Yep. But who who am I to judge or cast stones? Uh but yeah, I mean like this is this is what every like Bostonian loves. This is it's not Tom Brady, but it's a redemption story. He wasn't picked, you know, 166 and now he's trying to prove his point, but he came into the league completely faltered at a time when like every rookie coming up was faltering. You had Bobby Dahlbeck, you had Franchi Cordero, Alex Verdugo was a young guy that wasn't really living up to his full potential, though his potential was trying to live up to Mookie Betts. So I don't know if you can, you know, always live up to that. But it, it, it just felt at a time where we were just looking at Duran as like, oh, this is another failed rookie from Heim Bloom. We're not really from Heim Bloom, but from his new regime. And we don't really know where we're going to go with this guy. Like at, at most just DFA him because he's just bitching and moaning all the time. And then you get into the offseason. And this was something that wasn't really reported on. It, it something that's like a little bit low on the radar, but he did a whole lot of sports psychology because he was just psyching himself out, which I think maybe Tristan Cassis could go to the same guy yep. and maybe try and like temper some of that arrogance. Uh, maybe we'll hit the ball better at that point, but he's still hitting the ball and improving the ball. But Tristan Cassis isn't the story. And Duran comes back. He gets the triple a from starting off the season, which I know was not his favorite thing. He wanted to start with the ball club and not really have to try and prove his way because he felt he might have proven his way. Another arrogance check on his part. But what ends up happening is that now you have a ball player who's matured. He knows what he he knows his role. He knows what he's here for. He bulked up a little bit, but not to the point where he's Andrew Benatendi bulking up and just like disregarding being a contact hitter. And what we now have is a routine contact hitter who you can boot a ball in the infield and he might take second on you. That's exactly what he did to the A's before the break and that's just like something that you don't see in in baseball anymore you don't see the guy who's trying to leg out an extra bag i mean it's very dustin pedroia-esque when you know you don't see someone covering the bag that they want pedroia did that uh i believe in 12 open bag on at third base and he just hustles his way over like that's what duran reminds me of is that dirt dog type where He's not going to let his situation like pass by where he's not going to try and game it. And that's exactly like what this new style of baseball is, is with the shift eliminated, you can punch a ball wherever you really want. I mean, you still have to rely on top tier defense, not getting to it. But if you find a hole and you're getting that ball into the outfield, you should be getting a single. And with Jaron Duran, you should be getting a double now. And that's just the expectation because he's now in third place in the MLB for total doubles ahead of guys like Freddie Freeman and Matt Chapman who are paid big money for being that contact hitter that can get you extra bases as well. And we've now got a rookie at the Red Sox that is able to do this and plays decent defense. He's not the best guy in the world. And the tricky part is, and we're gonna, this is, this is the conversation. This is the beast of end of July looking at August is, the Red Sox have a lot of talented left-handed bats. They have Verdugo, they have Masataka Yoshida, and they have Duran now. And it's kind of that decision where it's, do we want to sacrifice a left-handed bat in the lineup 
for something nice at the deadline. And that I think that's going to be a tricky conversation for a lot of Red Sox fans coming up this like next couple of weeks. Well, certainly, I mean, just that quick side topic, um, Yoshida, I don't think is going anywhere. So Yoshida is part of your core for the next five years or whatever it may be. Way too much invested Correct. in him. And like you see, yeah, and- five years and bargaining chip for Yotani. I know that's a long shot and we've talked about that and beat it to that, right. but he is a bargaining chip. So then I think you get to Verdugo and Duran. Who would you prioritize? Who might another team prioritize for me? It would be keeping Duran. And again, I've come full circle on this. I would have given him away for a bag of balls last year. Um, it'd be keeping Duran and Verdugo. I think, I think is a nice player. I don't really see the upside of Verdugo. I think he's he can be a really solid, good player for a long time. Like, no disrespect to him. I think Duran, and as you mentioned, <clears throat> it's a style thing. It's an energy thing. It's a tone thing. It's a dirt dog thing. And I have talked about, I talked about this with Rich Keefe in, I don't know, February or March. I thought that the rules were going to change the game and change the opportunities for players that have existed for hundreds of years at the lower levels of baseball players like this, who they're not great hitters necessarily. They don't have power so that in certain eras of this time kind of put them in a separate category, but they can impact a game in a massive way. I I tell you all the time, youth teams go watch a little league team anywhere. There's a leadoff hitter. That has it is so fun. It's it's fun. And sometimes it's creepy, but it's fun. Like I had a coach in order to do it. I'm not gonna like trot down to Hanson Little yeah, League weird. Fields right now and just catch a twelve year old game. It'd be a little creepy. You'll have a, a chance in five to ten years when you have a child at some point, and then you can develop your own coaching resume. But um I'll bring I'll bring the Fenway credential and just be like, guys, it's cool. I'm a pro. Right. And they'll be like I'm just cover I'm covering the game. Somebody Corey check this guy. <laughs> um but that kid that and and straight on through pony leagues and high schools and legion teams and all that sometimes that kid is just a speed based player sometimes he's a more well-rounded player but everybody has that guy that as you mentioned a ball gets away he takes an extra base or even you know steals a base and he's on second and you play small ball and you move him around you put pressure on a defense and I think we've seen in modern baseball, Red Sox are an example. If you put pressure on them, a lot of times they crack under the pressure of having to make a defensive play. And these speed guys do that. And then you see it, it changes. You know, now a ground ball in the hole at short, the guy freaks out because he knows Jaron Duran is running. And like things start to snowball and happen that you wouldn't even project. And I would argue analytics may not see but I think these opportunities, these guys that used to be devalued after high school or be devalued after college are going to be valued. And, you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that the Otis Nixon's, Deion Sanders, Kenny Lofton's, like the guys of that time were truly valued and leadoff hitters with speed, even if they weren't Ricky Henderson, even if they weren't leading off games with home runs and had that kind of power, were valued. And I think Jaron Duran he just comes at the right time with these rules changes. And again, you're right. I think he put a lot of work in to improve his baseball skills, but I think the game of baseball said, okay, we're going to make it a little easier for you to be an impactful offensive player. And I I like where it goes. I had the opportunity yesterday to talk to Alex Cora on the midday show. And he talked about the energy and the excitement and these new rules and how it is. It's not just the pitch clock. I actually think, the pitch clock and the shortened games, that's great. 
but I think the style of baseball, it because the debate has always been for years. Oh, you know, a baseball game shouldn't be three hours. And some counterpoints would be, well, everybody sits down and watches a football game that's three plus hours, three hours and seven minutes. What's the difference? And the difference is pace of pace of play. I see plays. And even some people question the pace of play in football. But you now have a shorter game. Yes. But a game where it feels like I'm seeing more plays and or maybe I'm just on the edge of my seat anticipating plays when Jaron Duran is up or on base and is something going to happen? Is he going to, and certainly Ellie De La Cruz when. I mean, you're exactly, look at 2017 up until 2022, where every, like, the 2018 Red Sox were really great defensively because of their positional alignment. Like they also had an incredible outfield that year, the killer bees yep. and, you know, Ben attendee making that catch in the ALCS. But that catch probability was as low as it was because of where you typically align yourself. And Ben Attendee got a good run on that because they prepare for those situations. And that's what analytics does to the game where it's, you become a more efficient baseball team, but you become the most boring baseball team in the world because all you know how to do is just do the things correctly, which not the, not the worst thing in the world, but it eliminates like that potential of, Oh, is something going to happen here? Like, is it just going to be a ground ball to the shortstop who's in the hole, but he gets the out and that's what you want. That's what's needed to, to win the game. But now you get that whole style of like, yeah, like Jaron Duran can shoot a ball up the middle and he is going to get on first base. And that is going to create something where now you have that back half of the lineup, not really back half, but the, the rest of like the two, three, four with Jaron Duran back, you know, lead off like Devers now has an opportunity to do something with a man on first. JT now has an opportunity to do something with a man on first and it's just creating more probability and more options to like for this game to take. And like, that's exciting. And you talk about devaluing guys, Andrew Benatendi, Andrew Benatendi came up as like a highly touted prospect. He was a golden spikes winner for those that don't know. That's the Heisman for baseball. And uh, like he took an off season after the world series, he realized he had a potential to capitalize on his contract. And he was like, I'm going to go for the long ball. He was never a player to be a player to hit the long ball. Like you're an outfielder. You're like, he's not a small guy. He's pretty jacked, but you're not here to hit a home run. Like you are here to set things up for the guys that hit home runs. And that was what was forgotten for like the last six years of baseball. And it, it sucked to watch. Well, it's, you mentioned it's the difference between science and art. Like an artist is fun to watch because you're not really sure what's going on. A robot that does the same thing all the time not that that's called like a, an assembly line robot, right? Like there's no, it's, it's boring. Whereas you're not sure what's going to happen when Jaron Duran's up. You're not sure when these types of players and I love it. And I think it's good for baseball. And more importantly, I think Jaron Duran is good for the Boston Red Sox for 2023. And I think he brings a certain edge and mentality and, and I don't know where it's going to go as we started this breaking Boston, July 19th, 2023. I don't know. Could he be considered a trade chip? Maybe he's maximized his value and they go, you know what? Right now you're watching the best that Jaron Duran is ever going to be. It's going to be downhill from here at some point. That may be true. But in terms of entertainment factor, in terms of how the Red Sox got out of the basement in the AL East, I think Jaron Duran is a key part of that. I think he is a key part of what the Boston Red Sox have been able to do. And I'm just checking the standings real quick. Still a game and a half out of the wild card as they as I said everybody loses so kind of treading water 
but you don't tread water offensively or defensively. If you're the Boston Red Sox when Jaron Duran is on base and defensively, you don't tread water and not care what's going on when he is on base against you. So Jaron Duran, it's mid-July. If I were giving out a, an MVP, I would put him in consideration for the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Obviously, Devers would be in the conversation. Obviously, Yoshida would be in the conversation. There'd be other guys, but Bayo making is, a run at it. Is this a delayed BB? Is this uh, a delayed BB from last week's award show? It's a, it's a, it could be seen as a delayed BB from last week's award show. I just think, or breakout star, whatever you want to call it for Jaron Duran, I would give it to him because, and by the way, give him credit because I think Boston is a tough place to have this kind of quick young player turnaround. Everything goes from bad to good. And you said, you know, putting in the work mentally and physically is, is part of it. So give him credit for everything that went on in the last year to go from hated doldrums, mistakes, part of the problem to part of the solution. So tip of the old, I guess I can't call it a cap. I'll call it a visor if you're watching the video. Tip of the visor. Tip of the visor to Jaron Duran for what he does. Major League Baseball gets a tip of the visor for allowing these types of players with the new rules and finally breaking free from the chains of history and, and being willing to allow the game to evolve in the year 2023 and me I'm just enjoying it and now I can talk about it because they're out of last place keep the Yankees off your back keep moving forward take care of business today in Oakland take care of business against the Mets and then maybe prove something against a first place team like the Braves and the schedule I know can be hard but continue to chip away and uh continue to kind of try to take hold of the summer here the conversation in boston sports as the patriots are about to open training camp next week we are two days away from rookies reporting at gillette and then we'll turn the page to some of the uh, training camp battles and conversations but for the here for the now jaron duran and the boston red sox are the story of boston sports and that's why they lead off today's breaking boston podcast reminder each and every weekday i'll be here fitzy will be here coop will be here some combination of those three to start off your boston sports day with the biggest topic of the day the conversation that you'll hear with our friends over on weei throughout the day in the daily shows go to the odyssey app go to spotify wherever you get your podcasts subscribe rate review we would appreciate it we thank you for listening for another edition of Breaking Boston. Talking Jaron Duran. I apologize, Jaron. I like you now. Happy Bayo Day.